This is The Insecurity Project. If you are looking to solve the insecurity problem in your life, rather than just manage it, mask it or medicate it, you have come to the right place. This is the home of high-quality content and conversations about how to overcome insecurity. If you can do that, it's not just good for you, it's not just good for your friends and family, it's good for the world, so it's kind of important. There's some work to do here, but let's go do this work together. Now on to today's show. Good morning, friends. 10-minute Tuesday time. Productivity is the subject today. Uh, I came across a quote from Peter Drucker in, uh, in Greg McEwan's, McEwen, sorry, Greg, if you're listening, uh, Greg McEwan's book, Essentialism, which is all about saying no. And, I, and I, when I heard it, uh, it stuck with me and has been an earworm ever since. That was probably nearly six months ago. Um, so I, I think it's a, it's a provocative statement. Um, it's probably a statement that is dangerous out of context. So just bear that in mind. Um, so it's not, it's probably not the whole subject on everything in the whole world. It's a sub, it's a comment on one specific subject. So understand it as that. Uh, and I think it's a very idealistic statement. So it's, but, but it's a beautiful end point. And, and Stephen Covey says it's really important that successful people begin with the end in mind. They know where true north is. They know where they're heading. They know what they're trying to achieve and they work their way backward from there. So let me read you this quote and then we'll look at uh, how that can apply to you. So uh, this, is the, this is verbatim from, from Greg McEwan's book. Peter Drucker, in my view, the father of modern management thinking, was also a master of the art of the graceful no. Uh, when Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, um, apologies, Mihai, if I've mispronounced that, Mihai is the father of uh, flow theory, if you've heard me talk about that before. So flow is the relationship between risk and skill. So high risk, high skill. Uh, the most meaningful, the most effective, the most powerful human experiences we have are high risk, high skill. They're not safe. They're not confidence. They're not total anxiety. You know, we're high skill, zero, high risk, zero skill, or high skill, zero risk, high risk, high skill. When we're in those moments, time slows down. Um, we, we're totally present. We're totally in the moment. We have access to our best resources. We produce magic. So beautiful stuff and such a great contribution. So, this guy's a guru, just to get it in your head. Uh, if you get a letter from Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, that's a pretty big deal. Yet Peter Drucker responded quite interestingly. So Drucker's response was interesting enough to Mihai that he quoted it in verbatim, verbatim, either verbatim, yeah, or verbatim. I am greatly honoured and flattered by your kind letter of February 14th, for I have admired you and your work for many years. So this is Drucker writing back to Mihai. And I have learnt so much from it. But my dear Professor Csikszentmihalyi, I am afraid to have to disappoint you. I could not possibly answer your questions. I am told I am creative. I don't know what that means. I just keep on plotting. I hope that you will not think me presumptuous or rude if I say that one of the secrets of productivity in which I believe, whereas I do not believe in creativity, is to have a very big waste paper basket to take care of all invitations such as yours. Ouch. Productivity, in my experience, consists of not doing anything that helps the work of other people, but to spend all one's time on that work that the good Lord has fitted one to do and to do well. Incredible. 
Um, that was that was a key moment for me at the start of COVID when I was uh, in chaos, as was most of the world, wondering what I was going to do with my life and realised the rationale for this season. And indeed, the gift for me was to be the author and the artist and to go write the unhindered book. And so that quote was so meaningful to me because I had all kinds of opportunities to do a whole bunch of other things, all people wanting me to help me do their things. Uh, but this was to go, do you know what? This is the work that I have been designed to do. This is the problem that I was born to solve. Uh, productivity is to say no to everything else, to shut everything else down and just to do this with my whole heart and soul. So a, a beautiful statement. Now you might be hearing it going, well, it's a bit idealistic and there are lots of complications with that. So in order to work our way backward from that ideal, there are a few problems to solve beforehand, namely problems like people pleasing. Um, you know, if you were to reject someone, you know, just an ordinary person, let alone your hero, and say no to them, you know, you'd upset them. They'd be unhappy with you and that'd be terrible. Um, maybe you're trying to solve the assertiveness problem, learning to say no gracefully, learning to stand up for what's right for you rather than being always persuaded by what someone else wants you to do. Uh, you know, maybe you're working for someone else. Maybe that's a problem you're solving. Maybe the way you put wheat picks on the table, as my dad always says, is to make someone else, else rich. So you're productive in, in their work, in their business. Or your best work is productive for them. Maybe that's the problem you're trying to solve. So to, to actually say no to their requirements and do your own thing would mean you'd have no food on the table. Um, maybe the problem you're trying to solve is clarity. Maybe you don't know what your thing is. Maybe you're trying to solve the purpose problem. Maybe you've got no idea what your purpose in life is. You don't know what the good Lord has called you to do or fitted you to do. So there's a bunch of problems to solve first before you could get to the place where you're so laser focused on what it is that you're doing that you could be that productive. So let's just look at these, these problems briefly and see how they are solved first to get to that ideal. Um, so people pleasing the the misdirection with the people pleasing, pleasing problem is it seems like it's a problem of someone else's opinion. If you were to offend or say no or disappoint them, then they, they would be unhappy with you. Their opinion would be lower of you. But it turns out it's got nothing to do with their opinion. The problem is if you were to, un, to make them unhappy or to disappoint them, how would that make you feel about you? you know, then you feel like a bad person. Your rule for being a good person is a good person would keep others happy. A bad person disappoints people. So the problem is your own opinion view. It's got nothing to do with anyone else's opinion. So you want to solve the people-pleasing problem, you've got to solve your own opinion. Maybe it's assertiveness. That's the problem you're trying to solve. I say people do assertiveness courses all the time to learn how to be more confident, how to be more certain in their, in their, uh, you know, in their communication, how to be clear about what they're saying yes to and what they're saying no to. The problem with assertiveness as a behavior management strategy is it's, it leaves you very vulnerable because if you all of a sudden start standing up to the people that you need something from, that can go very bad very quick because what happens if you offend them and they withhold the thing that you need? Then you suffer, not them. So you can't afford to say no to some people because they'll hurt you. If you want to solve the assertiveness problem, you've got to solve the neediness problem first. The only people that have the power to hurt us are the people we need something from simply because they can withhold it. But if you didn't need what they have, then you could say no to them and they could play their game and you still go unscathed because you didn't need anything anyway. So to solve assertiveness, you've got to solve neediness and, and have 100% ownership instead. Um, maybe you're trying to solve the clarity problem. You want to solve that problem? 
Well, you got to work out what's dangerous about clarity. I have people tell me all the time, I wish I was clear about what I want to be so good to be clear. Really? Well, if you were clear, then you couldn't complain that you've got no clarity and you'd have to go do some stuff. So not being clear is working for you. It's serving you really, really well. <laughs> if you had it were clear about your own purpose and you've got to go do some really hard stuff that's dangerous and difficult and you might get rejected or found out. So again, you've got to serve some ins- you got to solve the insecurity problem before you solve the purpose problem and the clarity problem. Um, maybe you're trying to solve the work problem. Maybe you're in a job that you don't enjoy and you can't see any way out because you, you've got a mortgage, your kids are in school, you've got to feed your family. So you can't afford to focus on your productivity. You've got to focus on being productive for someone else. To solve that problem is, just, is thinking about the spiral dynamics, realising that eventually your job is supposed to suck. That's the point. And that pain is designed to help you grow beyond the system into the level of entrepreneur. It is my conviction and not just my conviction, many people's conviction, the conviction of the spiral dynamics model that the natural growth cycle of every human being is beyond working for somebody else. Makes sense if you're the only one of you and you were to show up as you, then that is a trajectory out of work toward contribution, towards solving problems, towards accurately understanding your unique contribution and creating models and products and services around that um, so that you are doing your own thing. You're not doing someone else's thing. Now, I'm not saying doing someone else's thing is wrong. There's a time and place for that, as the spiral dynamics model points out. System is beautiful and useful, and that's where you learn your craft. That's where you trust wisdom. That's where you do your time, build your apprenticeship, build your skills, and then move on. So, again, to solve the work problem, you're going to solve the insecurity problem because the reason that stops people growing beyond the system is they fear they're not good enough. Um, so they need to keep trusting someone else's wisdom and settling for what they've got rather than what they want. So you're kind of getting all roads lead Rome here to get to that level of productivity. Uh, you've got to solve the insecurity problem first, but that's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Cause at least you're clear about the problem. You're not distracted and misdirected about solving all the surface problems and wasting time, energy, money, solving it there. The real, the real problem, the problem you're committed to solving by being here, listening to this now, is solving the problem of your own opinion of yourself. And that is a problem that can be solved, that must be solved, that will be solved. Uh, it's a simple problem with a simple solution. Predictable, common. You don't have to recreate the wheel. You don't have to come up with an alternate plan. You don't have to manage that. You're not special. Your problem's not special. The solution doesn't need to be special. It's just an opinion. You created an opinion when you were young. You've never reviewed it. Time to go back and have a, have a look at it and write a new one. If uh, you haven't got the book yet, I'm still giving that away for free. Uh, quid pro quo, the exchange, this for that, as long as you're willing to read it, you're willing to review it and you're willing to share it, then it's yours. If you prefer the audio version, you can get that on my website. Uh, there's a bunch of other streaming services that provide that at the moment. It's not on Audible just yet, but it could be there any day. A few technical issues that's seen that book rejected a couple of times. So I've sent it back with some adjustments. Hopefully you'll be able to get it on Audible. But even if you can't, who cares? Get it somewhere else. And then when you're done, go do the short course. Keep diving into the process. And uh, yeah, it's not just good for you. It's good for the world for you to show up unhindered and at your best where it matters most. We'll leave it there. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. The aim of the game is to show up to life unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity so that you can be at your best where it matters most. Now, if you're ready to begin the work of becoming unhindered in your life, 
The Unhindered Short Course is an eight-part video series designed to help you do exactly that. And at only $99 for a limited time, it's an offer too good to refuse. For more information, go to theinsecurityproject.com. 